Lines are everywhere. Lines can make you wait. Lines can hold you back. Lines can set you free. Lines can keep you together. Lines can set you apart. But eventually, what matters are the lines that you leave behind. Hi there. I'm Chetna and you're listening to the Mash podcast. I did my bachelor's in fine arts from Amity School of Fine Arts and went on to do my masters from College of Art New Delhi. Um to begin with if I were to say um I I tend to call myself a late bloomer because I'm a common student who did her BCom from Delhi University and then started to work in a business intelligence firm for almost 3 years and uh and somewhere at the back of my mind I had this artistic urge and i would i would you know do little little artworks etc but 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 did not take it very seriously at that time but then as soon as i got deeper into the corporate life and corporate world i realized this was not my calling and uh, i then i got back to studying again and went to do my bachelor's and my masters in fine arts i would also say that you know i um, i did not get the right kind of guidance or the right kind of um mentorship at the right time you know for someone i did have an artistic uh, bent towards you know towards creativity etc but there was there was nobody to guide me back then in the 90s you know though uh, i should not be saying this because there are so many artists from that era who are doing so well and have done so well unfortunately i did not get that mentorship at the right time but then nonetheless nothing all said and done i am very very happy and elated that i decided to take on my dreams and pursue them seriously and it'll be a decade now and uh, art was my calling and i realized it and i took steps towards it so i'm i'm very grateful i did that my practice essentially revolves around what the city has to offer you know the architecture and the highs and the lows the street wires the poles the lines that follow us everywhere so i kind of take my cues from what from the city the, and its grid and i amalgamate it subconsciously and and i put it across in a very minimal manner on paper so if i were to sum my practice i would say it is um, my lines are reflective of the urban metroscape the landscape and the architecture of the city the keen observation of the metropolis which is then translated into an eloquent uh, schematic of lines and markers i believe that everything and anything in nature starts and ends on a point and when this point moves forward what it leaves behind is geometrically known as a line so this is where i take my inspiration from i am inspired by the city my works take a lot of cue from the city's architecture from the metroscape the grid the map that is there everywhere you know the wires the poles the roads that follow us everywhere wherever we go since being a true hoteli hide you know i i think i have or maybe all of us spent a lot of time on road so that is how my practice began you know putting or taking uh, inspiration from the delhi roads and putting that into a very very minimalistic and a basic language on paper
When you're in your bachelor's, you know, it's very essential for all of us to study all the basic things, you know, whether it is still life, whether it is life study, whether it is basic compositions or basic shapes, how to balance them, the correct proportions, etc. You tend to work and experiment a lot in different mediums also. And and towards the end, you know, when you're in your fourth year, you tend to develop a certain interest in a particular style or a particular medium, etc. Uh, et and uh, and this might just come as a surprise to uh, my fellow uh, friends and artists who've known my practice over the years now that um, I actually was in love with nudes and all my works were like bright, bold nudes in a very, very impressionist manner. So that was my muse back then. And yeah, it's quite, uh, it's, it's actually quite a revelation for myself as well from where I started and where I've come now. I had almost a year before I could apply for my master's, post my uh, bachelor's degree. Uh, so being free and having all that time in hand, I took that opportunity to get back to studying again because I I am someone who really enjoys history of art. So um, when I started doing that, I really got influenced and interested in abstraction, in post-abstraction and minimalism. I started studying about Kandinsky. I, I studied a lot about the Bauhaus moment. So if I were to say that my current practice, it actually began back then, you know, when um, I had all that free time. And, and I actually started working in that one year. And I would have, I guess I would have produced uh, almost like 30, 40 canvases and drawings, etc. in absolute abstract uh, manner. Uh, I don't know how and when did that shift happen, you know, from absolute uh, love from nudes, I went on to making absolute uh, non-representational art, like, uh, and my initial practice was very, very, I would say I was uh, kind of practicing color field uh, abstraction, you know, and when I got into my master's, I continued with that. I w- I got into hard edge abstraction. My canvases were, sometimes they were very bright and sometimes they were in shades of uh, gray and black, like monotones. And at the same time, you know, uh, in my first year in master's, I started working a lot with lines, you know, every day because I was almost uh, an hour and a half away from my college. So I would spend all that time, like three hours every day was being spent, if there was no traffic, by the way. So if there was traffic, so there was more than three hours that was being spent on the road. So I I started, uh, you know, and I wasn't driving back then. So I, I started observing a lot, you know, the wires and the poles that were there everywhere, you know. It kind of formed a symphony of its own. I really got interested and I started, uh, I left the canvases aside and I started making these lines freehand and I was using a lot of charcoal and blacking and a lot of graphite in my works, you know, and that's when my professor, I, I really owe a lot, you know, my language owes a lot to him, uh, Professor Abhimanyuviji, who taught me in my master's in College of Art. He introduced me to artists like Nasreen Mohammadi, Zarina Hashmi and Agnes Martin. And I went back to studying their works again. And uh, that's how, and that was the turning point uh, in my career, I would say, that I... Um, 
I started making very, very, very minimalistic works on paper. I got so much influence that my works were all about line. They were all about geometry. They were all about perfection, sharp, crisp edges, and and really thoroughly detailed. Yet at the same time, they they were very, very minimal in nature. As and when my practice moved forward, um, I my works got more and more refined in terms of um, uh, their representation. The lines were being more sharper, and my compositions became more stronger. And by the time I finished my master's, I was just working in pen and ink drawings. I was working with the urban architecture. I started using a lot of uh, maps in my works, you know, um, because uh, that is a true representation of the grid that that is there because of us or that is a part that is an essential part of us and it is an essential part of my work also. So my current practice is all about black and white, um, minimal, geometric, pen and ink on paper and um, somewhere in my master's I even started working with recession and accession, creating shadows and play of light by just using white on white paper. That, that is also one of the most interesting um, uh, points in my uh, practice, you know, when I started experimenting, layering, experimenting with just layering white on white paper. So, um, so when I came out of my master's, I was practicing with pen and ink on paper. I was doing white on white with just paper and I was using a lot of thread also on paper. So yeah, that kind of somewhere defines my practice. And uh, I'm very grateful for those two years, you know, of masters uh, in my career under such a interesting professor who who was who guided me at the right time and, and in the right direction. So I owe a lot of this what I am today to him for sure. It'll be exactly 10 years now, you know, post my masters. And uh, if I were to say if I had a favorite uh, medium or a favorite uh, material, you know, I would say it has to be paper. And my first love remains pen and ink on paper. And of course, and I also love, um, you know, layering just white on white of the paper. So my practice has really evolved and it has uh, it has really elaborated in the sense that, you know, even uh, if even if I'm doing white on white uh, on paper, I am now trying to uh, experiment with newer techniques, you know. So lately, for the past couple of years now, I've also started printmaking, you know, in a very minimal manner, again, I would say. Because printmaking in itself requires a different set of uh, degrees, I guess. It is very technical, very tedious and uh, much more slower process. Uh, so when I say I've, I'm doing printmaking in a very minimal manner, I am just doing embossing. So yeah, I, I uh, make my own embossing plates with paper and I run it through the etching press and I take the impressions or the indents of that embossing plate on the paper and the result is again you know the indents are in white of you know it's it's again playing with the layers and the shadows that are being created with just uh, with just the paper 
So that is my latest uh, medium that I've been working on and uh, had an exhibition also last year and this year uh, of just these embossing prints. Besides working with just white on white, you know, I... I think I'm a true Gemini who likes to work in 10 different things at the same time. So, uh, you know, in my studio, there are three or four different types of works that are actually happening together at the same time. So here am I doing very minimalistic, very pure uh, white on white uh, embossings. At the same time, I have gone back to my line drawings from my masters, in fact, and I am. I have incorporated a lot of graphite on paper, um, along with the grid and the map. And they are absolutely opposite from the embossings because the embossings are more delicate, whereas this graphite and the grid and the ink on paper and the map on paper are very strong uh, and very bold works. And the third work that I'm doing is I've, I've gone back to thread on paper as well. Again, playing with lines or with uh, thread on paper. And again, I'm using white thread on white paper. Somewhere I have also incorporated gold uh, on paper as well. And, uh, and the fourth different type of work is again layering. I am trying to... Uh, create shapes with paper and then again playing, you know, having repetitive layers of paper put together to create a play, a wonderful play of light and shadow. So that is what is currently cooking or happening in my studio. Wow, uh, the future. <laughs> I think in the current situation we are in, we are a part of history right now it's every minute every hour every week every month that we are spending or we are going to be spending in this lockdown uh, this is history in the making and um, my current state of mind I would say is of gratitude and is full of prayers for my fellow artists and fellow citizens and gratitude for all that I have right now and and also realizing the things that we felt were necessary, how they are no longer as important as they seemed as they would be. But yeah, I'm I'm uh, my I have tried uh, to get some stuff from my studio. I smuggled some material, and I'm trying to keep myself busy. Even uh, even if it if it means making a layout per day, I'm doing that. I am not forcing myself. I am just trying to be optimistic of this entire situation, and I'm trying to keep my spirits high by doing as much as I can, or even if it means as little as I can. And uh, the future, I think it'll be it'll be good. You never know what the future will bring, right? But. Uh, it's kudos to the art world, actually, you know, because so many institutes and so many galleries are coming together to support and to help and aid the artist, you know. Uh, and they are thinking about uh, everyone, which is which is really kind, you know. So I'm sure the future is going to be good. Hi there, I'm Chetna and you're listening to The MASH Podcast. <laughs>